Hey people, welcome back to the safe basement. Um, today I have with me a special guest. <laughs> My special guest, introduce yourself. <laughs> I am Charity Amichi, popularly known as Mommy <laughs> The mother of the podcast host. Yes, she's a she's my mother. So today we are having birthday special as per to commemorate um, her birthday. So this episode is going to come out on her birthday. So that's why we are recording today for her birthday. So welcome to see this, my mommy. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yes, it's good to have you. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. We are going to be asking you questions. I ask people to ask us questions that they want to ask their mothers. And so, <laughs> people ask questions. Before that, Flourish has compiled. We want to ask, we want to test your knowledge on Gen Z slangs. Okay. As far you have all your children are Gen Z now. Oh. So, so that if we are talking, do you understand what we are saying? Maybe if we are using slangs. So, Flourish, read out the slang. What is the first one? Number one, we have lit. L-I-T. Lit. lit. What is the meaning of lit? When no, I... use it in a sentence first. Okay. Let her try. Guy, praise and worship was lit yesterday. Okay. It, it was bam. Yes, yes. bam. Yeah. <laughs> it was bam. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one is flex. Hmm. Flex. Flex is to uh, show. Mm. Mm, Buga. Show. Enjoy. Okay, so the next one is low key. Low key is um, something little. On you the know, low. On the uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so madu. Madu. Ah. Madu means uh, <laughs> uh, maybe uh, somebody bought one kind ice cream Yay! that you are not expecting. <laughs> you know, the thing was like you were amazed. <laughs> And so you now say, say mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the so last the one. The last one is Oppo. Hmm? Oppo. 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 Just give her example. You say it in sentence. Like, somebody say something like, um, I'm driving a car, then I say Oppo. Like it's used for excitement. Yeah, for you to that the answer. Oppo. Like so no, Oppo is Yoruba. It means something much. much. Plenty. So people used to now it now became a slang. Like when, when something is plenty. Yeah, they say Oppo. Hey, like if somebody snap picture and person looking for you, they say Oppo. Hey, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So people ask questions. So the first question is Do Nigerian mothers go for seminar to learn how to behave towards their children? Because almost all of them act alike. Yes, we do. There are, uh, uh, yes, there's books, there's seminars on how to how to handle children, your uh, 
teenagers, how to handle ah. teenagers. Uh -huh. There are seminars like that. Okay. Yes. Okay. The next one is, um, how do you think parents can relate with and handle their Gen Z children? Mm, by playing along with them. Uh -huh. When we play along with them, mm -hmm. that is the best way to handle them. Okay. Get yourself to their level. Mm. Behave like them sometimes. Play with them. Chat with them. With that, you get them closer to you. And from there, you can you can chip in some things. Yes. Okay. But if you are too high from them, you can't get them. Mm -hmm. you can't, uh, they can't even tell you things. Mm -hmm. When you are too high, too harsh, mm -hmm. you understand? Yes. You, you shouldn't be too harsh on them. on them. You should just get to their level and play with them. Just like all these... Uh, Slangs. Slangs. Yeah. You learn some of them and you once know, in a while. Once in a while. You, you know, say some. Say some. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. So what so I said, what will you do if your child is pregnant? If my child is pregnant. If your child is pregnant now, what now, will you do? If she's not the first person, by okay. the way. She's not the first person that's happened before. Before, and in those days when it happened, the parent, or especially the mother, will shout and try to push the girl out of the house. So we have seen that it's not the real way to handle it. So for me, I will bring the child home, though uh -huh. I will be pained, uh -huh. but it has happened. You understand? Yes. So what I will do is that I will bring her home and talk with her and we'll quarrel, I will quarrel, <laughs> that is it. For if sure. I say I'll not quarrel, I'll, I'm lie? lying. Uh -huh. I will quarrel, but at the end of the quarrel, we should be able to come to terms. Mm. Mm -hmm. Then I will encourage that because I wouldn't want that child to abort mm. the baby. We have to keep the baby. So I have to keep her close to myself, monitor her, make sure she gets all she needs for that period of pregnancy until she put to bed. So I cannot throw her away, even though I will be angry. Even though shame, you know, mm -hmm. because of who I am, people will be like, eh, mm -hmm. this, your daughter, but I wouldn't want to listen to what people will say. I will only do my own part, which is to bring the child home and speak to her. That is not the end of life. Yes. That is not the end of life. Even though it has happened, what do we do? Uh -huh. So I have to draw her closer. And, and uh, from there, yeah, from okay. There. So, the next one is please, I want to know if parents know when we, their children, hide our feelings about something. Yes, if you uh, really know your child, you know when that child is hiding something from you. Okay. Yeah, if you are really close to your children, you will know when. They are hiding something from you. 
okay. Yeah. Like say give instance. Instance, for instance. <laughs> uh, I will use my children as an example. <laughs> <laughs> like the girls, I used to stay in their room before. They suddenly, when I want to enter, they will be like, what is this one looking for? You know, they will not say it to be their action. They uh. show that they, you are not welcome in this room. So some, sometimes I'll just leave. Because at that moment, I know that something is up. Huh? I, I know that something is up. There's something they are trying to hide. Huh. Uh -huh. But me on my own, I don't like intruding into people's personal life. Okay. I don't really like, like it. I try to search what have they written or those things. But I will just allow nature mm. to bring it out. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay, the next one says, in their days, in your days, were you proposed to, uh, or our fathers brought Bibles to ask you people to be their wives? Yeah. <laughs> 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 There was proposal and and there was courtship. But the proposal, it was not this this owner that the they were... down and <laughs> ring. No, that was not she it. Knows. In our own days, the man like my own. Uh -huh. I can't yes. talk about other people's person. own. Uh -huh. yes, <laughs> 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 Let me remember my own. Uh, I met my husband when we went for NYSC camp in Yobe State in the year, in the year 1999. <laughs> 1999, I remember that uh, the way my husband proposed to me was uh, he just called me that. I can't remember exactly, but, but it was it's God. See, no, he didn't use God. He didn't use God. He didn't use God. Eh, I thought everybody used use God. No, 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 no. He didn't use God. Say, eh, he didn't use that word. And he didn't God use say. Bible. He didn't use Bible. Eh. So when you are always uh, putting it in a, in a spiritual cupboard or box, uh -huh. you are only trying to to i don't know show people that you are spiritual, spiritual you are spirit coco eh. you, know, you know that's what we call those people yes in those days. so you are trying to uh, pull your muscle mm. that you are spiritual but it shouldn't be so mm. man we did not he did not say god said okay he didn't use that and then you knew that eh. he was your husband how did you know like before he came to talk to me uh -huh. I was already, I already had that knowing that, knowing that ah. he's going to propose to me. Okay. How did I know? You know, in, he was our NYSC uh, Christian Coppers Fellowship President. So, in the camp there, when you are not doing anything, sometimes like me, most times I go to the stand. To either re listen to music, okay. collect book from them. He was always there. I'll go there, collect tape, uh, you know, sit around, and knowing that he's an evil man, 
seeing an Igbo man in a Yobi. Yobi. <laughs> so that one, I I was like, ah, Igbo man, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh. So one of the days I was in my room in the camp and a voice just came, what if this man proposed to you? I was like, ah, no, because he's from Isialangwa and <laughs> they have told, we have heard news, story of Isialangwa saying, no, I, I was not like, it was like, no, he, he cannot, he cannot. But the thing kept coming and oh, coming okay. and coming. So one day, when we were about to finish from the camp, you know, when we came, we feel form yes. as member or as a member of the Crystal Copper Fellowship. We have a biodata form. Okay. You have to feel it. So I feel my own. One of the days, I, he called me, brought out my father. He wanted to ask me some questions. So innocently, I thought that that is yes, how we ask yeah. other people. Without knowing that he was having personal interest <laughs> in this. So I I innocently answered all the questions. All the questions. <laughs> without knowing so without knowing that he was you do using it to know me. You understand? Mm. So it was on the last day of the camp. Everybody was going. He said I should wait. That he will follow me to where they posted me to. So he was busy discharging people, you know, all the members of the fellowship who, who, who hire, they hire bosses for okay. people going to different local, because they posted people to mm, different local governments in that UB state. Okay. So they hired bosses for each people going to their location. Mm. So he was busy putting people, putting people I said, I waited though. I didn't even know that uh, there's something <laughs> I have to. I waited till he finished. When he finished, he said, ah, you waited. So that's how he followed us. I was posted to Portisco. He followed us to Portisco. And uh, we went to, we stayed in the family house. Okay. So that is where the family house is in. Okay, in North Portiscum, Damatru. Okay. Damatru is the state capital yes, of uh, Yubi. Yubi State. So that is where the family house okay. of uh, this Yubi. Thing, Yubi, uh, Nigeria oh, Christian Fellowship, uh -huh. Coppers Fellowship. So all of us went to family house. It took all of us okay. that were posted to Damatru to the government to the uh, family, house. family house. That's where we stayed, and. He was there with us. So it was on one of the days he he was like I can't remember the yes, word he exactly. Used, but he just like issue asking you if you marry him. Ah. Uh, but I did not give him question answer. Uh, answer. He said I should take my time and think about it. So I was not really having interest because <laughs> uh, Coming thinking of the Isia Langwa is something that we always put fear okay. in somebody. So that is it. Okay. The next question is what is your advice to the youth of today? At least one advice. 
you know, one advice, general advice mm -hmm. that will help you as a youth is to know God. Mm -hmm. Knowing God will set a good foundation for you as a youth. From there, that is from there, you'll be able to, to launch out and make it in life. When you know God, when you're standing on the Word of God, when you get involved in God, that is where your life, that's, that is setting a good foundation for yourself. So knowing God, every you should try, should do their best to know God. Reduce yourself to God. <coughs> and God is the one that made you. So he is the one that knows everything about your life. He holds your manual. If you're able to submit to him, he will direct your paths. That's your advice for the youth of today. Yeah. Okay. No God. No God. The next question is, what struggles can you see in this generation that is not peculiar with just this generation? Maybe something you walked through and how did you handle them? Yeah. Something, a similarity between this generation and every other? Every other generation. Oh. Issue of relationship. <laughs> it's been happening. The issue of heartbreak. Ah. You see a boy disappointing a girl. <laughs> It's been on for for ages. Disappointment has been there from for a long time. So it's some it's not something new. When a girl want to kill herself because a boy <laughs> has dumped her. So how to handle it? How to handle it? Because it's been happening, it's good that you learn from from the the, the, the people that it has happened to okay. and how they handled it. Okay. And that is why it's good to read. Read wide. Read When you read wide, you'll be able to handle some of these things. For example, if you get into a relationship, please keep yourself as a girl. Don't allow the boy to have sex with you. Because it starts with that. When they have sex with you, they will just get tired of you. Mm. And that is why some of them dump the girl. They will feel that this one is loose. Who knows? She has been doing it mm. with other people. So if she is she allowing me to touch her, it means that other boys yeah. are touching her. So that uh. one is what makes some boys to dump some girls. Mm. So I would advise girls, when a boy proposes to you or you are just dating, mm. don't just get into sex. Mm. Let it just be pure. platonic, pure relationship. And don't, don't always allow yourself to be together alone. Mm. Don't allow it. That one will push you because you are you are you are still flesh. Mm -hmm. Flesh is flesh. Mm -hmm. And when you see that you are in love with somebody, when you are talking with that person, there's kind of body language you get. Mm -hmm. So when you find yourself in a place alone, that body language will come up. 
And if you two of you are not matured enough to handle it, you can get into it. Mm. And when you get into it, that boy, the boy will now want to to dump you. Mm. So even when they dump you, don't just don't just stay on the ground. Mm. Mm. Pick up yourself and continue with the, with your life. That is not the end of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is not the end of life. Pick up yourself, encourage yourself, you know, encourage yourself and keep moving because you still have a beautiful future to fulfill. When you're shattered, yes, it's shattered, pick up your pieces at the end of the day, encourage yourself and move ahead. Move ahead. So it's not for you to remain there and kill yourself. You kill yourself. Some people will go to get to the extent of committing suicide harming themselves it's not worth it it's not worth it so handle it the right way right <laughs> okay next one is why do mothers not have conversations with their daughters on marriage dating and all of that the most they'll say is when it's time you will know hmm. <laughs> ah, maybe because because they are not close to the daughter ah. Because if you are close to your daughter, there are times, even before marriage, you share some experience with your daughter. And uh, from that experience, that daughter can ask you one or two questions that will help her. I, I always, sometimes I used to discuss with you mm. on what I experienced. Yes. Uh -huh. So it's when they are not close to their daughter, that is when they don't discuss. And also... Some mothers shy away from oh. from that, and I wouldn't know the reason why they should shy away from discussing marriage with their daughters. It's something that should be done. Uh -huh. It's not something. It's just like issue of sex education. Mm. So many parents shy away from uh, talking to their children about sex. In fact, in my own days, that word is prohibited. <laughs> you don't just use the word sex. It's prohibited. Your mother cannot even like me when I saw my, my menses. In fact, nobody has told me about it before. Wow. I know that in those days, that my mother used to give me money to buy pad for her. Okay. But I don't really know. I know they use it for something, yes. but I don't really know what Why? they use it for. <laughs> So when she never told me that there's something like seeing your messes, uh, that you are growing now, be careful with your life, nothing like that. I was just growing and learning from people around. Oh. And me, I used to read novels in those days anyway. So I used to. So when I saw it, I know that I need to use something. Mm. But I didn't tell my mother I have started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to handle myself. I couldn't buy pad. We use tissue paper. Jesus. Like sometimes we use uh, uh, this uh, wrapper, old wrapper. Hey. When you <laughs> use it to, ah. uh, sometimes you just gather. It was so unhealthy mm -hmm. because nobody taught us this mm. is what you should do. This is what you should use. You understand? Yes. Uh, so, so many times you will stain and you are walking like that with it because okay. you are not you didn't use proper 
uh, uh, this thing for yeah. for the this thing. So that was sex was prohibited. They don't say it. Not to talk of talking to you about marriage. Mm. But now the world has gone. Uh, the world uh, has evolved. <laughs> so we mothers, we need to talk to our daughters, even from age ten. We need to start talking to them about marriage. Sometimes share your experience with them. From there, you can discuss. And uh, you wouldn't know the girl's mind. Because sometimes they watch and watch. They don't know how to ask. Mm. But when you open up, they will now bring up. bring up some things. So it's something that we need to talk about. Mm. Uh -huh. So if a mother is, is shying away from discussing marriage with her daughter, it means that that woman is naive. Mm. I'll put it like that. Mm. So we need to talk about it. Okay. The last question. <laughs> How are you coping with delight? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because she almost killed me. <laughs> she almost killed me. Wow. Uh, no, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know for the best though. Is it that how yes, you copy with it? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe because you are not a smiling type. No, that, like the person is just joking, but person means like, okay. how do you copy it? <laughs> <laughs> I cope well with the land. <coughs> I give birth to her. I nurtured her. Yes. Uh, she grew up under me. Yes, sir. I took care of her personally. I didn't employ maids to take At care all. of her. So I did it myself. So it's not difficult for me to cope with her. Yes. We cope very well. Cope very me, well. I watch her mood. <laughs> I know when she she wants to talk, when she doesn't want to talk. I don't just barge into her and start asking her questions. See, you have lost it. So you know when she's in the mood to talk, that we talk well. We can gist yes, for a so long time. We talk well. Very well. Uh -huh. So I cook well with her. They cook well with me. <laughs> <laughs> so let well, me thank you for being on this business. So uh -huh. let the last question I will ask. I said that the other one was the last, but let me ask the last last. Um, what advice will you give to somebody just on your wide knowledge of your your plans so many things from being alive this long? So, what is one advice you can give us? I know you gave us an advice before about mm. the youth, but what is, just give us a word of encouragement mm. to end. I will encourage the youth and everyone listening to me to imbibe the healthy, healthy living lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Healthy living lifestyle. Okay. You know, as you go in life, especially when you get to teen and twenty okay. going on, there are some things you need to get rid of. Even mm. if you take them, it should be once in a while. For example, junk, junk, <laughs> ice cream, donuts, all those rice hey. and those things, drinks. Carbonated drinks. Mm. You need to, you need to, to to reduce the intake of those things, mm. and 
eat more of vegetables, fruits, <laughs> you know, yes. that is the healthy lifestyle. Uh -huh. uh, make your food your medicine. Mm. Make your food your medicine. When you make your food your medicine, you will not make medicine your, your food. Your food. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you make your food your medicine is to be mindful of what you eat mm. for example in the night you should not eat heavy food mm. because when you eat heavy food in the night you cannot digest that food will just get into your intestine and, and and stay there and form excess fat. Mm. That's when people get gather fat. Mm. Those things you eat in the night that could not digest. That is when you gather fat. So don't eat. Make sure you eat your dinner between six and seven or latest eight. When it is past eight, don't just eat anything. That will not digest mm. you can eat fruit you can eat vegetable you can you can mix them and eat it can hold you when your body gets used to it you find out that you've enjoying it so if you want to eat heavy make lunch your heavy food but how heavy you should you should imbibe the attitude of uh, portion control mm. Don't eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and mm. eat of your life. <laughs> Portion control. You know, as human beings, when you are full, you're, you know you are yes, full. Yes, yes. But some people, because they have seen the food is plenty, mm. they will just eat and eat and as if there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Don't eat as if there's no tomorrow. There's eat, tomorrow. There is tomorrow. <laughs> So eat and remain for tomorrow. Mm? Yes. So don't don't gather things that will be harmful to your body. Okay. Mm. That one will help you in life and help you to to live longer by mm. the grace of God. Mm. It's not just that. Combine it with knowing God, as I said before. Mm -hmm. When you know God, you live the kind of a healthy lifestyle. God will help you live longer. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, live, um, eat healthy. Mm. That is the last advice. Mm. So, happy birthday in advance. Thank you. Well, let me just say happy birthday because my time is out. It's been a birthday. So, okay. happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for gracing us with your presence. Because if my mother did not allow me to be recording podcasts, <laughs> you will not be hearing... All the podcasts you'll be here because we do most of the recording here with all the people. So this is like our studio and it's our house. So if you say no, it will not happen. So thank you for allowing us to record and everything, everything. And thank you for coming. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys should shout out to Blanche. <laughs> you guys should remember to listen to share with your friends your family members your loved ones let your mother so listen to it too because obviously we're talking about a uh, mother-daughter relationships and even mother 
to children, parents, children. So let your parents listen. Tell your friends, um, your parents, everybody around you to listen and follow us on Instagram at the Safe Basement Pod. And we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you guys and bye bye. <laughs>